Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere, like at your pregame barbecue. While you prep your meats, that grease trap you forgot to empty is prepping to smoke your porch, garage, and the car inside. And without the right home and auto insurance coverage, the cost to repair this could eat up your savings. So bundle home and auto with Allstate to save and get protected from mayhem like this. Bundled savings variant are not available in every state. Coverage is subject to policy terms and conditions. With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't-miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Black Buffalo products are intended for adults age 21 and older who are consumers of nicotine or tobacco. If you're an adult age 21 and older and use nicotine or tobacco, I want to tell you about Black Buffalo's award-winning nicotine pouches. What are they made of? Cured edible green leaves, food-grade ingredients, and pharmaceutical-grade nicotine. No tobacco leaf or stem. So if you're 21 and older, consume nicotine or tobacco and want to join the Black Buffalo Herd, head over to blackbuffalo.com to learn more. You can order nicotine pouches online and they ship directly to most states. Or check out their store locator to purchase pouches at thousands of retail locations around the country. Black Buffalo Tobacco Alternative. Bold flavor, full pouches. With the Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card, you can earn unlimited 2% cash rewards on purchases you want and purchases you need. That means you earn on what you want, like trying out that new workout class and 2% cash rewards on what you need, like a foam roller for your sore muscles. That's the beauty of the Active Cash credit card. It's ready when you are with unlimited 2% cash rewards. The Wells Fargo Active Cash credit card. That's real life ready. Terms apply. Learn more at wellsfargo.com slash active cash. What is going on, everybody? John Middlecoff, three and out podcast. That's me. That's the show. Thursday, April 2nd, late afternoon, recording this. Got a decent amount going on in the NFL. Alden Smith signs. I went through a Mike Sando article. He talked to a bunch of executives around the league and just their thoughts on every team in free agency. I pulled some of the more interesting quotes. Uh, Some other stuff just in terms of the draft, obviously some topics flying around in terms of two-up. Is is Yannick and Dockway going to get traded? What's going to happen with Laramie Tunzel? And then, of course, the Middlecoff mailbag, at John Middlecoff, is my Instagram handle. You can slide right into the DMs and ask me anything you want. Be a little honest. It's a little weird, you know, doing a, a football podcast in the middle of, listen, in my adult life, probably one of the darkest days in American history. Right, I mean, we had 10 million people filed for unemployment, and I'm keeping it positive here. I, I I'm feeling good. Luckily, I, I happen to be lucky to do a job that I basically work for myself, that I can do it at home. I, I basically quarantined before quarantine became a thing. Uh, but my friends and family are small business people. Uh, my my brother works in a small business. Luckily, he's a farmer, and you need to keep the food going. But I know a lot of you guys listening are, are in industries 
whether you're you work for someone and you're losing your job or getting furloughed, whether you are run a, a business that's shut down, <clears throat> these are you know crazy times, and I, I don't really know what to say. I mean, you could say keep your head up, and it's all that stuff, but it's tough. You know, you got to shut down the doors. You're losing your business. You're losing your job. Uh, these are this is wild. I mean, it's it's really that simple. It's really really a wild time. I know for me personally, two two incidents that really stand out in my life would be 9-11. To be completely honest, 9-11 did not hit me like it would now. Not even close. I, I was in high school. I think I was I think I was in sophomore year of high school. You're just so naive to the way the world works and the impact. Obviously, you understand the impact of people dying in the planes, but the overall impact of society, I, I couldn't even begin to grasp it. And then in 2008, when the housing crisis, I had just graduated college. I was a graduate assistant at Fresno State. I had no money. I was not a homeowner. I had no money in the stock market. I, I was worth nothing. So that that affected me. Obviously, 9-11 was the, probably the most powerful event of my lifetime. Like, you just see people dying. In 2008-9, Fresno State, we started furloughing people, and people were over their head in their house and having to short sale their house. Like, you understand. I could kind of... See, it was crazy, but again, it didn't impact me. This one impacts me because I see it with my friends. All my friends now that I went to college with or grew up with are my age. They're working jobs, getting laid off. Their companies are holding on by a thread. People my, people that listen to me, that I interact with on social media. Like, I feel it. I, I, I get it. Hell, it's impacted me on my other podcast. Advertisers moving around. It's crazy-ass times and just... No, if you going through tough times, I'm thinking about you. We're all thinking about you, and you just, you know me. I'm a, I'm a big capitalist economy guy. It's, I hate this coronavirus. We all do, and starting to see the impact of what it's doing now to our society is, is pretty eye opening. It was clear that it was coming this way when everything shut down. Uh, and I talk about football, and there is. It's really the only thing that's happened over the last two weeks was free agency. And luckily, you know, I was someone that thought maybe they should push it back. Because I don't necessarily think free agency or the draft. I know Colin went on a rant about it gives hope. I, to me, the corona going away gives hope. To me, saying people can open up their businesses or consumers feeling okay gives hope. I think the draft is a little bit more of a band-aid. And again, I'm not, you know me, I'm not a moral high horse guy. I'm fine with them hosting the draft. Even though it is, like my big thing is, if they're gonna make you horse the draft, if you're a general manager, you got to you got to understand and attack the best way possible to figure out a way to run your draft. Even if you got to do it over Zoom, if you got to do it from your kitchen table. But I also the last couple of days, I understand that I, I get every general manager. The NFL is not a lazy league. The NFL is not a league that loves time off. It's it's a league full of grinders. General managers, head coaches, they're working countless hours, 24-7, 365. Coaches and GMs live in the office. Scouts work year-round. These guys love to work, mainly because if you work in football, even as you become jaded to the sport, you do love it. You know, it's not one of those jobs that like, yeah, I just became an insurance salesman. Ah, oh, you know, I just, I got into real estate and business been good or whatever. Usually don't just, yeah, I just got into football. I mean, it's something you kind of have to even if you are a player to ultimately get into coaching or into obviously executive work with scouting, 
it takes some effort, and you usually got to start at the ground floor. So these guys love what they do, and I think all of them, if they could vote, could you move it back a little bit, would vote 32 to nothing. Now the owners, the the league office, I understand. Because the television networks, know this, the Michael Jordan documentary has gotten moved up. Twitter loved to take credit for the Michael Jordan. Twitter forced ESPN's hand. You know what forced ESPN's hand? They don't have any inventory. They have nothing to show. Nothing. You know what I watched the other day? The 91 World Series. Kirby Puckett, John Smoltz. Uh, it was 0-0 in the 11th inning. It was, a, it was an unreal game. Well, I forget even the pitcher for the Twins. Uh, yeah, name escapes me. Again, I was, you know, date me. I was born in 84. Oh, Jack Morris, who went in the extras. They, it was, I was watching that game. And I was like, actually, you know, it's kind of entertaining. But that's what I'm doing right now. Because I, I, oh, I watched Ozarks. I watched Tiger King. I got nothing to watch. So I, I get it. Like, it's, it's going to get enormous ratings. Probably be the highest rated you know, draft ever. But I, I do understand both sides of the argument. The more intense this thing goes, right? There was an agent, a prominent agent, who lost his parents, who represents Doug Baldwin, a couple other, I think the Griffin brothers that are on the Seahawks, other players throughout the league. Like this, this is going to impact other people in the NFL. And it's just a crazy time. And I, I don't really, I, I don't know what else to say beside like talking about Alden Smith when all this is going on. Like even me, who I've been talking sports my entire life. I'm 35 for as long as I could talk. I've been talking sports. Like maybe it's you're just growing up. You're just older. I'm at a different place in my life. I find it a little difficult. Uh, I'm gonna be completely honest. Uh, but I, I know that people like to listen to something else. Listen, I, I I can only watch so much news in general, let alone right now. Right. So you just the draft. But at the end of the day, the draft ends, and we're quarantined for another month. You know, I it just I guess it is what it is, I, and I'm not trying to think like I we get asked all the time football in the fall. <clears throat> it, it's I'm recording this on April second. Let's just see what happens in end April, early May. Let's just take it month by month, day by day. Just follow the rules and see what happens. And and luckily, you know, I I say this where I was probably wrong is the NFL allowing teams to do business has just given us stories like Alden Smith. He signs with the Cowboys. I mean, I. That if they just wouldn't have allowed that, none of this would have happened. And, you know, a lot of people have been asking me, what do you think about Alden Smith joining the Cowboys? My first response is, I haven't seen up to this point how much they guaranteed him. I would imagine zero, because he didn't have any other offers. He hasn't played in the league since 2005, or excuse me, 15. But I had a front row seat for like three years of Alden Smith. I went to basically every Niner game from 13, 14, and 15, uh, <clears throat> some of those games, hell, he didn't even play in because he was suspended. Uh, I remember going to the game against the Carolina Panthers when he got a DUI. He got a DUI on Friday morning, was arrested, clearly, because they found him asleep in front of the, I think it was, a, it was either a telephone pole or a tree. He passed out in the car, gets arrested, goes to the drunk tank, by the time he gets out by 10 or 11, they bring him to the practice facility. He's on the practice field by noon, probably still wasted, and plays on Sunday. It was wild. It was crazy, but it happened. And <clears throat> Alden Smith has just one of the, probably what could have been careers in NFL history. I've walked by him before. In a league full of freaks, why I say this about Cam Newton, he's on the high end of freaks. 6'5", 6'6", arms hang down to the ground, 
explosive athlete. He's a fluid athlete. He's a powerful guy. I don't know what he is now, but Jim Tom Sula is the defensive line coach for the Cowboys. At the end of the day, Jerry Jones, he, he's taken gambles his entire life. So a gamble that has low, like to me, signing Amari Cooper, that's that's a pretty risky gamble. Because if Amari Cooper is not elite, that's a big time overpay. Taking no risk flyers on guys like Alden <clears throat> can be bad for your brand. You know, he gets a, he gets a DUI, he gets in trouble. That's on you, Jerry. Like, you had enough of a resume and a history of this player to go, no one to blame but the Cowboys if this guy gets in trouble. I don't give a shit what he told you. I've turned around my life. I'm a better human. Every person says that when they're trying to get a job and they're at rock bottom. Some guys turn their life around. And maybe this guy's had enough rock bottoms, but I I always struggle with guys that have a history of addiction when you're in a situation like this. And it's, I'm all for help. I'm all for multiple chances if it's not like, you know, violent criminals. And now there, there were some domestic violence with this stuff that are a little, you know, I don't know how substantive they are. Substantive they are. It's not like he, you know, it for sure happened. It was a he said, she said, but that's also there. So there are multiple red flags with this individual. Big time. But Jerry Jones would say, I've hung my career on taking chances. And really that's what the NFL is. It is not the place where morals are set. It's not a place in society that like, you know what, kids? This is the way to do things. Certain players are. I got no problem pointing them like Dak Prescott, right? Hey, you follow Dak Prescott or you follow Sean Lee, right? You live your life like that guy. You live your life like Jason Witten. Would you say you live your life like Zeke? You know, Zeke's got in a little trouble. You say you live your life like Alden Smith? Hell no. So, but you need, as Moose Johnson, who back when I had a radio show six or seven years ago in San Francisco, he used to come on. And the way he described his team, and he believes this just in general, you need players of character. A great team has this. Players of character and characters that can play. And you mesh it together. And that's where it's on. The players of character, you need some the guy, certain guys to be really good, right? On his teams, it was Troy Aikman, and then you need a great coach to kind of corral them all. And Mike McCarthy, you know, has a history of coaching just about everybody. Uh, I would say the Packers, just thinking off the top of my head, didn't take too many chances. But, you know, it's just the counter would be, okay, he gets a DUI, the Cowboys cut him. Who really cares? What does that mean? And I think history would show you it doesn't really mean that much. Like they get crushed on social media. And the Dallas Morning News writes a headline, oh, Jerry Jones screws up again. Does that mean less people are going to watch the Cowboy game the next week? Of course not. So what does like what does bad press... Now, if it's something like Alden Smith, I don't even know. I don't even want to go into hypotheticals. But you could argue there's probably a line that if he jumps over, it's just, it's just a bad look for the NFL. Because uh, this is not a second chance for the player. This is like a fourth. He probably had four or five with the Niners. He had some sketchy things happen with the Raiders or just questionable things, and they, they kind of stuck by him until the league took it out of their control. But, you know, guys like Alden Smith, even at this point, three or four years, when you have that much talent, talented people get a longer rope. It's just in life, in, in the private sector, in big, big business, right? It's just going to happen. Because let's say this, Jim Tom Sula, the defensive line coach, somehow gets Alden on the straight and narrow. He's cleaned up his life. He's sober. Alden has eight, nine sacks. He's like the story of the year and the, if the Cowboys are good. And that's the way that teams always convince themselves. Well, this is the time he figures it out. There's an arrogance. 
to front offices, to teams, to coaches. They believe it's always them. Just like I'm sure many of you, these crazy times, like, I'll figure it out. I'll get through it. Hell, I'm telling myself that. I'm sure many of you are telling yourself that. Even when it doesn't pencil, you're like, I don't know how I'm going to last. You just keep telling yourself that. And I, I think that's what happens with these troubled players. But they have to be talented. The moment they are just average, they just out of the league. See ya, gone, bye, later. And this guy might be average or whatever. There's no even guarantee Alden's going to make the team. But th- there's been, in the history of the NFL, and I'd even say just sports in general, Alden Smiths keep resurfacing. And there'll be another guy in five years, ten years, that will have a similar career path and will get seven, eight chances. You know, Antonio Brown probably be in the league this year. As crazy as that is for as crazy I mean, as batshit crazy as he went over the last calendar year, someone's going to give him another chance. Why? Because for a six-year period, he averaged like 110 catches and nine and a half touchdowns a year and was uncoverable. And he's 31 or 32 years old right now. So, yeah, he might be the biggest loon in the last 20 years. Someone's going to give him a chance. Just the reality of the NFL. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere, like at your pregame barbecue. While you prep your meats, that grease trap you forgot to empty is prepping to smoke your porch, garage, and the car inside. And without the right home and auto insurance coverage, the cost to repair this could eat up your savings. So bundle home and auto with Allstate to save and get protected from mayhem like this. Bundled savings variant are not available in every state. Coverage is subject to policy terms and conditions. Looking for an assist with your credit card, but can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, With 24-7, U.S.-based, live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human in customer service anytime. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card you put it off long enough it's time to replace your tires tire rack has tires that will elevate your drive touring tires for commuter comfort performance tires for sporty handling all-terrain tires for on and off road adventure go to tirerack.com to get started not sure where to begin use the tire decision guide to get a personalized tire recommendation the right tires for how what and where you drive choose from the full line of kumo tires Ship fast and free to a recommended installer near you. Or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site. Doesn't get much easier than that. Go to TireRack.com slash Colin to see their Kumo test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews. And be sure to check out all their current special offers. Great tires, great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com slash Colin. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. eBay Motors is here for the ride. You know what I remember about my first car? Is that the moment I got it, I wanted to improve it. Because like most 16-year-old kids, you don't exactly get a luxury automobile. So you look at it, you go, well, I need to add some speakers. I need to tint out the windows. I need to make this thing the coolest car possible so I can cruise around town with all my buddies, waving at the babes, and enjoy myself. So my favorite part of car culture when I was young was definitely the subwoofers in the back of the car. 
and uh, we built the boxes from scratch, had multiple 12-inch subs, and you could hear me coming from a long, long way away. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly. Brake kits, LED headlights, roof racks, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Okay, let's dive into this. Mike Sando writes for The Athletic. Shameless plug. I I do too. I highly recommend getting involved, reading their stuff. If you like football, they cover every NFL team, especially once football comes back. I mean, it's it's excellent stuff. He's a national writer. I've been following him. I think we follow each other on Twitter. I've met him a couple times. A really good guy, but knows his stuff and is very, very well connected. He's also the guy that does the quarterback tiers, right? Every year, I think right before the season, maybe he does in the offseason. I, I don't even know what day it is, so it's hard for me to figure out the, the calendar. But he does that article. I know Colin talks about it on the show. Everyone that talks about football talks about his tier article. In this article, what he does is he goes team by team, and anonymously, general managers, coaches, and executives give their opinion on that team's free agency. So what I thought I'd do is I read the whole thing, skim read, like a, like a lawyer does in law school, just fire through it, and I picked just certain things that jumped out to me, and I just wanted to hit on them. We'll start with the first thing. I'm not trying to beat a dead horse on this, but the number one theme when the Arizona Cardinals and the Houston Texans on both their write-ups came up, for the Arizona Cardinals, how the hell did they get rid of David Johnson and get uh, Hopkins back? How's that even possible? You had a running back that is trending the wrong way, who makes over $10 million dollars, no one was trading for that contract. What did I say when Todd Gurley, remember Mike Silver report? And again, Mike Silver's my guy, Davis guys, when he wrote a lot of, lot of trade buzz about Todd Gurley. Yeah, the trade buzz was Sean McVay and Les Snead talking about it. No one touches toxic running back co- contracts. Nobody. You can trade for a toxic D-line contract. Hopefully you can resurrect the guy, like Olivier Vernon. You can trade for overpriced offensive linemen. Happens all the time. You can trade for... Hell, overpriced wide receivers. No one touches running backs, especially a running back that's making over $10 million and has some injury concerns. Yet the Arizona Cardinals got Hopkins back. I mean, it was highway robbery. I mean, it was crazy. I was thinking, like, I bet there's one executive that's going to say the media is overhyped. All of them said. It's just, it's baffling. And the reality, one thing they mentioned in there is they've been trying to trade this guy for a year and a half. And I think sometimes coaches... You know, it's weird. And maybe we're all like this. You get when you have an employee, a girlfriend, your kid, they can just, someone gets in your doghouse. I'm a big believer in the faster, that's different when it's your wife or your kid. But we're, we all get mad at different people. It's no different than a coach. When, when a player's in a coach's doghouse, it's the equivalent of saying the coach is mad at the player. That's one thing if the player sucks. But I'm saying if it's one of your best players, you can still get in your doghouse, have a bad game, not practice. One of the knocks on Hopkins was like, you know, he just doesn't practice during the week. My question is, honestly, who gives a damn? He has, he's averaged over 100 catches back-to-back years. You know who doesn't? Fans. The opposing team that he's catching seven balls a game on. 
in the playoff game when he's scoring touchdowns. Like I, one thing that doesn't fly in in the league is your practice habits once you're an elite player. To me, as you know, as a media guy, when I was a scout, I get it if he's a bad guy, but Hopkins never been in trouble. Like okay, he doesn't have the greatest work habits anymore during the work week because he's banged up or he just nurses injuries. I'm I'm sorry, like I. I can get a, if if you produce on Sunday, that's the whole point of this whole thing. And he's a winning player because clearly the Texans have been doing a lot of winning. And beside, like when JJ Watt's healthy and Deshaun Watson, like he's our best player. So you trade him for a running back and, and a decent second round pick, it doesn't make sense. Now I get it. He's not a speed demon. He's not a guy that consistently gets open, but it doesn't matter. He's a tight player. Like Anquan Bolden couldn't get open for like the last 10 years of his career. Crabtree had a bunch of good years in Oakland. And obviously, Hopkins is better than both those two guys. Like, okay, you can't run. Whatever. Devontae Adams isn't Mr. Fast. I, I watched, uh, we did this thing on my other podcast. We did a rewatchable. I watched the Saints game. We watched the Saints game and the Niners game from week, week 14 last year. You know, I think the final score was the, it was the 48-46 game. Probably best regular season game of the year. Michael Thomas isn't getting open, really. Like, Richard Sherman's all over him. He just makes contested catches because he's a monster. That's Hopkins, monster, winning player. Okay, he dogs it on Thursday. I'm, I'm sorry, I, I just don't, I don't care. It's, that, that deal's insane. Amari Cooper getting $20 million is, I just don't like paying premiums for non-premium players. What makes no sense if I'm Jerry Jones, the moment you trade a first-round pick for him, and then that year, you know, they made the playoffs, and Amari kind of, remember, saved their season, you should have signed him after that offseason. And quote-unquote overpay. And an overpay then might have been like $48, $50 million. Instead, two years later, you end up giving him, I guess it was a year later, so it should have been last offseason, you could have get him for $50 million. Instead of a year later, you're paying him $20 million a year and you guarantee him sixty. I like Amari Cooper. And to show you his his talent, like he's more talented coming out of college for as, for as much as we all kind of blow Jerry Judy, and rightfully so. I like Jerry Judy. I like Henry Ruggs. I like CeeDee Lamb. I like, I mean, these guys are going to be, couple, maybe two of the three of them are going to be pro bowlers. Amari was a better prospect than all of them. Easily. Maybe not easily, but like, note, like, if Amari coming out of Alabama was in this class with all these other guys, Amari would be the top guy. Amari has underachieved through five years, averaging basically 75 catches, 1,000 yards, and about six and a half touchdowns a year. Underachieved. I think that speaks to his talent. Freak talent. But one of Amari's issues, and I say this all the time, like once, what makes great NFL wide receivers, like there are a lot of talented NFL wide receivers, right? But what makes the true, like Julio's a freak, but what makes Julio truly great? He's a dog. He ain't scared. He's fearless. He's relentless. Think about all the top, Michael Thomas, rewatching that Saints game, Michael Thomas is a monster. He ain't the fastest guy on the field. He's not even wide open half the time. He just, he's a beast. Devontae Adams, monster. Keenan Allen, monster. The Tampa Bay guys, beast. When I watch Debo Samuel kind of come into his own, he's just a physical, he just ain't scared. And I, I, I love Doug Baldwin for years in Seattle. Fearless. And he was never an elite guy, but he was a damn good player. Amari's just, you know, I, I wouldn't call him soft, but I wouldn't call him like, from NFL standards, tough. He ain't Michael Irvin. He ain't Terrell Owens. Like, he's just a little softer, and he's going to be fine. Like, he'll catch 75, 80 balls. He's a freak talent, but it's just $60 million? 
It's like, Jerry, why did you wait so long to sign him? Especially once you give the first-round pick for him. I'm a big believer in this. And maybe general managers will say, well, John, easier said than done. The moment I'm going to trade a first-round pick for a guy, I have to have a contract extension done. Like DeForest Buckner, done the moment they got him. Chicago Bears, get Khalil Mack, done. You know what I don't like doing? What the Houston Texans are doing with Laramie Tunzel. We'll talk about that later. What the LA Rams are doing with Jalen Ramsey. I like trading for you and signing you immediately. DeForest Buckner. Seattle did it a couple times when they traded for like Jimmy Graham. Extend him. I like doing that. I like getting a guy under contract the moment I... Howie Roseman trades for Darius Slate, extends him. Now, obviously, he didn't trade a first-round pick. But when I trade for a guy I really like, I extend. And then I get him at a, at a cheaper rate than I do at a market rate once his contract ends. The number skyrockets. The Colts and Rivers. One thing a couple executives said, and I think we have to be wary of this. I love Phillip Rivers. He's a badass. I've watched way too many Charger games over the last decade. Now, he's been hit or miss over the years, but when he's on, he's an awesome player to root for. As a fan, and that's first and foremost what I am when it comes to football, that's that's why I talk about it. Like, if I wasn't a fan of football, it just, this wouldn't be, I, I wouldn't do this. I love football at my core. Just like I love sports. I'm a fan, I'm a big sports fan. And I think as sports fans, we really value when guys, we feel like they give a shit as much as we do. They care as much as we do. It's why the the biggest legends, right? Brady, Jordan, Kobe, Manning, Tiger. It's like, yeah, those guys care more than I do. If you're like the diehard Patriot fan, even you'd be like, yeah, Brady liked football more than me. And I love and I love the Pats, right? Or you're a Bulls fan. You're like, yeah, Michael liked it more than me. But then there are guys you're just like, I don't know. River's always a guy, he's giving you everything he has. You can't like football any more than Philip Rivers likes football. But he's 38, 39 years old. His arm strength has never been great. And he looked really, really old last year. And he's always kind of had an old game. There's a chance he's shot. And I think the point in this article was like, they kind of sold out all for this year, right? And then they give away their first-round pick to get DeForest Buckner. Like, they got to be good. And if you're just a one-and-done team in the playoffs, you go, was it worth it? Now, that's a good question. I don't, we're going to find out. But there's a chance that Rivers is just by about, I don't know, November 1st, you know, eight, nine games in, we realize, yeah, it's just he's shot. We forget sometimes in 2020, like, being old is not easy in pro sports. It's not normal to be in your 40s and play in pro sports. Hell, it's not normal to do like what LeBron's doing at 35, 17 years in and still look like the best player in the world. It's not normal. Usually, like, I get modern medicine. I mean, Tiger Woods had back fused and knee, and he still won the Masters last year. Like, some of these, I get it. Times have changed, so you got to look at age a little differently. I, I still am a believer, though, is like, not every 38-year-old is the same. Roethlisberger at 38 and Tom Brady at 38 are not the same. Even Phillip Rivers has taken a lot of hits. He is a weathered older guy. Now, I don't think is he, I don't think he drinks. Clearly, doesn't smoke or anything. But to me, the wear and tear on the body is big. One thing someone said, I, I disagree with this. Marcus Mariota, one of the executives, said that he thinks he'll start ten games. I don't think that'll happen. But it's a pretty big red flag that. Uh, I think a general manager brought up, if you thought Derek Carr was your franchise quarterback, why would you make Marcus Mariota the highest paid backup in the league? Like, if you have a young franchise quarterback, a guy under 30, who's under contract, 
Why wouldn't you buy like a Case Keenum or something for like two or three million or three or four million and use that extra money on other players? It's pretty, and I was like, eh, I didn't really think about that. Because I think Carr's better than Mariota. But does Gruden think that? Because why would you have a contingency, such a highly, highly paid contingency plan? You could easily just get a lower level guy. Maybe they don't think Derek is their franchise guy. And, you know, knowing people in the organization, I think they go back and forth. I don't think with OTAs being gone, there's no way Mario, like Derek's starting week one. That's a lock. There's just no way for Mario to learn the offense. They won't have any practice till training camp. To me, the question is what happens if they're two and three or three and five in the new stadium and it's just not good. Vegas is, you talk about a recession, no economy gets hit harder in you know tough times than Vegas, especially now. I mean, the casinos are shut down first time since, like, JFK assassination. There's going to be pressure on them to win and Derek to play well. And if he doesn't, they got a guy that started a lot of games. Uh, The Jets. The executives kind of crushed Joe Douglas for, like, Fant and McGovern, I think is how you say his name. Again, at this point in my scouting career, I'm not locked in. I I mean, obviously, I've seen a lot of Fant because he played for Seattle. But McGovern, like, I'm not breaking down every offensive lineman. But they kind of crushed him for these guys being pretty average. The point is, this offensive line is not fixed. And their offensive line last year, them, the Cardinals, probably missing some teams, but they were probably the two worst offensive lines in the league. And picking at 11, uh, when I did a mock draft on the Athletic, I was like, yeah, you know what, I'm going to give the New York Jets, Jerry Judy, because they need a star wide receiver for him to throw to. The way you're reading this, the executives think their offensive line still stinks. So you could probably justify taking a tackle. Pretty interesting take on Brady to Tampa. And when Peyton Manning fell off a cliff in 2000, what was the year, 16? Or was it the 15th season? And then it was the 16th Super Bowl. So he's been done now for four or five years. His arm was done. And he never had a great arm, but he could not throw that year. He could never move, but Brady could never move either. Neither could Phillip Rivers. The difference between Brady and some of those guys and Breeze, he has a big arm. Now, he doesn't have like Aaron Rodgers' arm, but he's got a pretty damn good arm. He has a different level arm than those guys. Is If he was a pitcher, is, is he throwing 98, 99? No, but he's cruising at 94, 95, where Manning was like, even in his prime, probably like 90, but he was so accurate it didn't matter. He's like Greg Maddox, pinpoint, right? You can get away with throwing 90 if you know exactly where it's going to go. Now, if you throw 94, 95, you get a lot of room for error. Now, if you factor in, you throw 95 and you can paint, it's a wrap. And the point these executives were saying is like, Brady's a multiplier. Like Peyton, when he showed up to Denver, he'll elevate everyone. Just from a standard standpoint and a work ethic standpoint. And a lot of people are like, is he shot? Is he shot? His arm is not shot. So if they can protect him, they definitely have the weapons They can win with them. Now, can they kind of meld this offense of Bruce Arians and what Tom wants to do with the wide receivers in the middle of Corona? There are going to be challenges. But every executive said, which I think every human that has common sense that watched Tom last year, he was shot. Well, what do you mean? Like he gets sacked because he can't move? Well, he's never been able to move. He's been slow since he came in the league in 2000. But his arm is still good. Now, is he throwing 95 now? Okay, Maybe he's throwing 93. You can still get guys out throwing 93. And when you add Mike Evans, you add O.J. Howard, you add Godwin, you keep Cameron Bright, 
Maybe you draft him a good running back. Now, if you can protect him, like you, you can win with him. Now, the offense and the one, the one thing they brought up is like Bruce Arian's staff, they're not Belichick. They're not in the office sun up till sundown, burning the midnight oil. Arians tells guys to go home, which I, I do think in some realm is healthy. Brady's used to, I can text Josh McDaniels at 5.30 in the morning. I can text him at midnight. But Peyton was notorious. I remember when I, when I got on the road, I'd run into people that were in Denver and Indy. And I just, I just, I mean, it was Peyton Manning. I wanted to know all about him. They're like, ugh, he could wear people out. We had to give him specific coaches to break down his film. You know, like he got his own quality control guys. He's just maniacal, you know, in a good way, in a way of like, he's got high freaking standards. And Peyton's point of difference always was, I got to outthink you because I can't outphysical you. I'm not going to throw these Aaron Rodgers 60 yard ropes. I got to know exactly what you're doing. You know, the, uh, the football life, I guess it wasn't football life, but the top 100 when Brady was in there, I guess it was Ed Reed and Belichick, and, and Belichick saying the greatest play he ever saw was Ed Reed fooling Peyton Manning. It's all, they're playing chess. And Tom Brady, I would say definitely the second half of his career, he was the ultimate combo. That's why he passed Peyton of being physically more superior because he had a much better arm and the same level work ethic in mind. Film aficionado and just the ultimate grinder. He could text Josh McDaniels at all hours of the night. And I just wonder the mesh, like, is Tampa ready for what they're getting? Because Tom is a grinder, and we're about to find out. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere, like at your pregame barbecue. While you prep your meats, that grease trap you forgot to empty is prepping to smoke your porch, garage, and the car inside. And without the right home and auto insurance coverage, the cost to repair this could eat up your savings. So bundle home and auto with Allstate to save and get protected from mayhem like this. Bundled savings variant are not available in every state. Coverage is subject to policy terms and conditions. Looking for an assist with your credit card, but can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24-7, U.S.-based, live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human in customer service any time. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. You put it off long enough, it's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort. Performance tires for sporty handling. All-terrain tires for on and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of Pirelli tires. Ship fast and free to a recommended installer near you. Or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site. Doesn't get much easier than that. Go to TireRack.com slash Colin to see their Pirelli test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews, and be sure to check out all their current special offers. Great tires, great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com slash Colin. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. eBay Motors is here for the ride. You know what I remember about my first car? Is that the moment I got it, I wanted to improve it. Because like most... 16-year-old kids, you don't exactly get a luxury automobile. 
So you look at it, you go, well, I need to add some speakers. I need to tint out the windows. I need to make this thing the coolest car possible so I can cruise around town with all my buddies, waving at the babes, and enjoy myself. So my favorite part of car culture when I was young was definitely the subwoofers in the back of the car. And uh, we built the boxes from scratch, had multiple 12-inch subs, and you could hear me coming from a long, long way away. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly. Brake kits, LED headlights, roof racks, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only, exclusions apply. Okay, let's bang out another. Just deep, I'm going to go rapid fire on just stories that I saw today, or I guess maybe over the last couple of days. Mike Garofolo of NFL Network, bald guy, beard, one of the one of the rare guys that can pull out younger guy can pull off a cul-de-sac. Some of us we got to shave our heads. Said the Tua medical check looks outstanding. I, I I think there's a lot of unknown information with Tua. We're going to find out on draft day what the NFL thinks of him. I assume he's going to get drafted somewhere between two and three and four, right? A team's going to trade up to ensure they get him if he's healthy. If he's got some major red flag, not out of the realm possibility, he drops. And if he drops, it would just be clearly the hip, which this is going to be a type of scenario or situation that teams aren't going to show their hand right now. So we won't know till the draft what the NFL thinks of Tua. Jags want a first-round pick for Yannick Ndakwe. I I just don't get the Jaguars. One of the better players they've drafted in recent memory. I think he was a third-round pick. So he's going into his, I guess he just finished his fourth year, right? He's franchise right now. I I just, I I don't get it. I mean, they they are just a disaster as a franchise. Absolute disaster. They, They draft in the top six, seven picks every freaking year except the one outlier season. They've had all these premium picks. All of them are gone. Then they land a guy not in the first round who's sweet, and he wants to leave. It's just, what a, what a just train wreck franchise. Laramie Tunzel wants to be the highest paid offensive lineman in the league. Here's my issue. The moment you trade two ones and a two, this happened to Jalen Ramsey and this happened to Laramie Tunzel. They obviously got Kenny Stills in the deal as well with Laramie Tunzel, but still... That was a little more add-on. You could say Kenny Stills was probably worth a third or a fourth, where Laramie Tunzel was worth the majority of that for eight. 90% of that was for Laramie Tunzel. The moment you trade that much for Laramie Tunzel, or I put Jalen Ramsey in this category too, you have to extend him immediately. You don't wait till after the season to start figuring it out. If the Rams were going to trade for Jalen Ramsey, they should have had a deal set in place. It's not worth giving up that much unless he's signing on the dotted line. You just can't do it. Like Laramie Tunzel, now granted, Laramie Tunzel's under contract, a little easier to deal with. I guess Jalen Ramsey is too in his fifth year, but you let these guys get to the final year of their contract, they start getting leverage. The moment you trade 
All these picks. It's one thing to like trade a second or a third round pick. You could argue like how he could have just played it out once he trades a third and a fifth for him. But when you get when you trade that much first round picks, multiple first round picks, and you don't extend them at on the spot, it's bad business. Period. Point blank. End of story. Bad NFL business. Because if you're willing to trade multiple ones for a player, you want to make that guy a long term valuable asset for your team. Well, you want to get him under contract immediately. So that deal looks cheaper the faster and the longer you have them on your team. Khalil Mack, right? You get him, you sign him. Laramie Tunzel, you get him, and then you wait to sign him. And now he's got you kind of bent over the barrel. He's in control. Clowney, his asking price is dropping. No shit. Like, Clowney, the market was the market. Like, we just, that was the market. Well, I'm worth this. No, actually, you're not. You literally hit free agency. Countless teams that needed pass rushers, breaking guys off, the Colts who desperately needed pass rush, traded their first-round pick, and then paid Buckner kind of less money than I would have imagined, 57 total guaranteed. Did sign a shorter deal, though, four years, 21 per, can become a free agent when he's like 29 and a half, 30 years old. So he's probably thinking, I'll cash in again. But like We're seeing the market here, Clowney. You're not an $18 million player. Buckner is much more consistent, a better player than you, and he's an interior player. Like, I'd say Clowney, probably $15 million feels about fair for him. I'd feel comfortable giving him, like, four years, $60 million, 15 a year. <laughs> He'd be like, well, he'd never sign that. Well, then I won't get Clowney because I ain't giving him five years, 18 a year. Not doing it. Can't do it. Won't do it. Just, I, I couldn't do it. Uh, Derrick Henry signs his tender. Smart move. You know, we saw with Le'Veon Bell, sat out when he was franchised. Didn't get any of the cash. We saw with Melvin Gordon, bitching and moaning, didn't get any of the cash. Or set, missed out on some. Derrick Henry, when someone's offering you t- over $10 million to play running back, even if you're worth more than that, because you're a really good player, and on a one-year deal, you're probably worth $15 million. To at least, definitely the Titans. You got to sign franchise tag money. It's all guaranteed. You get every penny. Uh, and even if you play the next two years on the franchise tag, which is beneficial for Tennessee, it's beneficial for you too. You could rack up $22 million in two seasons. Look at Melvin Gordon. He could barely get like $10 million guaranteed. Le'Veon Bell, who has a much longer track record than you, only got 27 total when he hit the open market. The, the market for running backs, unless Jerry Jones is your general manager slash owner, just isn't that good. Eli Apple, Vegas. You know, kind of, I think Michael Brockers and the Ravens, and we see another one with Eli Apple, just a contract. I don't really know all the details besides he's just not going there anymore. Weird times with Corona, man. No, uh, people aren't signing actual contracts, I guess. Even though some are, like Tom Brady signed the actual contract. I might have to text some people in the league, like, why are some guys putting pen to paper and other guys aren't? Is it because the, maybe the physical scared off the team? There was some unknown? I, I don't know. But Eli Apple's no longer a Raider. Okay, let's get to the Middlecoff mailbag. At John Middlecoff, Instagram handle. DMs, wide open. Slide right in, same as the Twitter handle. How come teams like the Dolphins or the Chargers aren't jumping on Jameis Winston for a one-year deal? If you're going to take a draft chance and draft Tua, not knowing if he's going to be 100%, you could have a decent starter to play at least for this year and allow Tua to learn and get healthy. Worst case scenario, Tua doesn't pan out but you have a legit starter for the next few years, and who knows? They make his lightning in a bottle, and Jameis is a totally different player after LASIK. 
We've seen time and time again a young player getting thrown into a bad situation. They never develop. I agree. I I think there's a lot of upside there with Jameis. I'm Googling his name right now. I, I think Jameis is younger than a lot of people think. People would probably like, how old is Jameis? A lot of people would be like, oh, he's 29. Jameis Winston just turned 26. Had a ton of head coaches. The one thing all the guys in Tampa do is they rave about how hard he works. Now, his decision-making is not good. But there is some off-the-field questions. Here's, to be fair, he, he got in trouble by having an interaction with an Uber driver, a female Uber driver. I'm entertained by watching Jameis. If I was a decision-maker, it'd be hard to overcome that. I know he, I think, I saw Clyde Christensen, Christensen, the quarterback coach for Bruce Arians, was on Pat McAfee's show. McAfee retweeted it, and he loves him. But I... I don't know, man. I, I get he just got married. I get he's married to his high school girlfriend. He's had some issues. So there are some maturity issues. Now, sometimes guys mature a little slower, and maybe he finally figured it out. But I, I, I think there are some fair criticisms. Now, just his talent in a bottle, I'm with you. If he could figure it out, if he big if, but if he could, you'd have a legitimate starter. Uh... I know you were asking for questions, so I have one. What are your thoughts on the state of the quarterbacks in the AFC East? Which quarterback will run the tables this year? Who could fall off? Well, it's kind of a weird group, right? You got Josh Allen, who's the most physically gifted, but he's inaccurate down the field. But they give him Stephon Diggs, who can be a diva, and we'll see. It's the most inaccurate quarterback he's ever played with. Then you got Sam Darnold, who I'm a big Sam Darnold guy. I think he's really, really talented. Hard to totally judge him last year. Did get mono. Uh, Offensive line stinks. They don't have many skill guys. Adam Gase might just be an idiot. They got issues. The franchise got issues. And the Dolphins, I just don't know who the quarterback is. Like, is it Tua? Is it Herbert? Could somehow they land Joe Burrow by trading their entire draft to get to one? I don't know. So there, to me, is an question and Jaron Stidham I've never seen him take a snap so it's hard for me to say anything about Jared Stidham and anything about Miami's quarterback I like in theory Sam Darnold more but I'll be honest Josh, Josh Allen's growing on me a lot and if you've listened to this podcast when Sean McDermott came on I just believe in Sean McDermott I think he's the right coach that that type guy to be around Josh they clearly believe in him a lot so I would probably go right now Josh Sam and then just unknowns Huge fan, been listening for over a year, appreciate that. My my question for you is, as a huge Texans fan, looking back now a year after the trade, do you think Laramie Tunzel trade in a vacuum was worth it? Considering the first round pick is in the late 20s, Kenny Stills is a productive player, I think there's an argument to be made the Texans came out on top. Yeah, to me, if Laramie Tunzel is your starting left tackle for the next six, seven years, and is a pro bowler every year, like, easily one of the best players in the league when he plays. Like, when you trade for Khalil Mack or Jalen Ramsey, those guys are the best players in the league. Even Khalil, I thought Khalil was down, and he was still pretty damn good. Laramie Tunzel needs to be elite. There can't be, yeah, you know, there's four or five tackles, but no, he's got to be elite. When you trade multiple ones and a two for a guy, he's got to be elite. So they got to get him under contract, and he's got to be elite. I, I think it's unknown. I, I just Time will tell. If he's just a solid starting left tackle, it's terrible. Not good. He's got to be elite. He was good. He's a good player. He's got to be better. 
Like, they need to take him. They, he needs to become one of the best players in the league. When you think Laramie Tunzel, you should go, yeah, it's one of the best non-quarterbacks in the league, any position. It's the way you should think about him when you get traded for that type of haul. And I think he's a good player. He's, he's, he's better than a good player. But I wouldn't call him a great player. Now, Bill O'Brien, coach him up. Deshaun Watson, can he become a great player on their watch? Be cool if he did. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere. Like at your pregame barbecue. While you prep your meats, that grease trap you forgot to empty is prepping to smoke your porch, garage, and the car inside. And without the right home and auto insurance coverage, the cost to repair this could eat up your savings. So bundle home and auto with Allstate to save and get protected from mayhem like this. Bundled savings variant are not available in every state. Coverage is subject to policy terms and conditions. Looking for an assist with your credit card, but can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24-7, U.S.-based, live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human in customer service anytime. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. You put it off long enough, it's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort, performance tires for sporty handling, all-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of Toyo tires. Ship fast and free to a recommended installer near you. Or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site. Doesn't get much easier than that. Go to TireRack.com slash Colin to see their Toyo test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews, and be sure to check out all their current special offers. Great tires, great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com slash Colin. TireRack.com the way tire buying should be. eBay Motors is here for the ride. You know what I remember about my first car? is that the moment I got it, I wanted to improve it. Because like most 16-year-old kids, you don't exactly get a luxury automobile. So you look at it, you go, well, I need to add some speakers. I need to tint out the windows. I need to make this thing the coolest car possible so I can cruise around town with all my buddies, waving at the babes, and enjoy myself. So my favorite part of car culture when I was young was definitely the subwoofers in the back of the car. And uh, we built the boxes from scratch, had multiple 12-inch subs, and you could hear me coming from a long, long way away. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly. Brake kits, LED headlights, roof racks, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply.
Can Kyler Murray win the MVP this year like Lamar took the leap his rookie year? I would say no. And not because I actually believe. I believe in Kyler Murray more going into a second year than I definitely did Lamar. Now, I don't know if Kyler Murray is going to have Lamar's year, but I think Kyler Murray is a better passer of the football I would bet on over the next decade than Lamar Jackson. Lamar Jackson's success, clearly through two years, is predicated on running the ball. And I like Lamar Jackson. He made huge strides passing the ball. The biggest reason, though, they want, he was the MVP, his team was the number one overall seed. Part of being an MVP is you obviously have to have a great year. Usually your team has to kick ass. Look at Matty Ice a couple years back, Cam Newton a couple years back. It's got to go hand in hand. You got to dominate, and your team's got to win. I just don't see any scenario the Cardinals win more than seven games. Their defense stinks. Their defense is really bad. And I love Hopkins. You know I do if you've listened to this. But is he enough? Like, who else they really have on offense? Christian Kirk's solid. Larry is an all-time great, but he's like almost 40. Their offensive line is not good. And running backs in that offense should be pretty easy. But they can't stop anybody. And they're clearly the third, fourth best team in the division. Even the Rams, who have some issues, I still believe in them more than I do the Cardinals. And even if the Cardinals, you argue, let's say them and the Rams are a coin flip this year. Well, the Niners and Seattle are better. The division is just so hard. I I just don't see any scenario where they're in the playoffs. Cliff Kingsbury could barely win seven games in the Big 12. He's going to win 10 in the NFL. I I just, nice guy. I mean, I, I ran into him in the combine. Didn't, just head nodded. You know, I a little overrated. I used to think everyone hypes him up like the best-looking guy. I mean, he's a good-looking dude. But, I, you know, I wouldn't call him like Ryan Gosling, the actual Ryan Gosling, better-looking dude. Like, he, I, I just, again, I'm not trying to diminish Cliff. I actually think he's a good offensive coach. The hype on him is just, just good, great-looking dude. Yeah, he's solid. I mean, good-looking dude. But I was, I was, I'll be honest with you, a little like, yeah, a little overrated. But no, I'd go no on the MVP. Now, one day, if their team's ever good enough, they'd probably, you know, if you can win 11, 12 games and put up stupid numbers, then yeah. Uh, do you think the Saints made the right choice with keeping Breeze for the most two years instead of seeing if Teddy would look like full season with Kamara healthy and more Michael Thomas, more than Michael Thomas at wide receiver? Yeah, I just don't think they have a choice, you know. Breeze is better than Teddy. I think Teddy's a little overrated. When you look back at Breeze's season, he missed six games and was 27-4. and four. Like He was pretty damn good. I think he got kind of shit on for the playoff game, but he had a pretty good season, even for his standards. If he had been healthy, he probably would have been like 35-6. and six. Think about that. Like he's, he's just a much better player than Teddy. Now when you factor in the money, now Drew's only making 25 this year and Teddy's making 20, so the money, once Teddy's getting paid, his market's going up. I see what you're saying. It's just a complicated situation. I mean, Drew Drew is still really good. Peyton loves him. This is their year. I thought last year was their year, but to me, they got to win the Super Bowl this year. Like they are, football happens. But let's. This is their year to take advantage of it. You got you add Emmanuel Sanders, Michael Thomas in the peak of his power. You still got Jared Cook. You got Kamara. You got Latavius Murray. Your offense is stacked. You got the little returner, Harris, that runs like 90 miles an hour. You got good defensive players. You've had the same coaching staff forever now. Like, no excuses. You, you can't lose to Kirk Cousins at home in the first round. 
You can't lose the Rams at home. I get the ref screwed them. They should have kicked the crap out of them that game. I'll never forget watching on my couch thinking Jared Goff does not belong in this game. And they kind of just let him hang around. The Saints have had a lot of bad losses in the playoffs, given they've been more talented than a lot of their opponents. Think how many times the Saints, like at least when you look back, like some of Peyton Manning's tough losses, like he lost to Belichick a bunch of times in Indy. And then even you'd say his toughest loss in Denver would be that first year when they lost to Baltimore in Denver. Well, Baltimore won the Super Bowl. And another year, I'm trying to think who they lost to. They lost the Super Bowl to Seattle. Yeah, Seattle was an all-time great team. Like those, those actually losses kind of wear better. Like the Saints this year lost to the freaking Minnesota Vikings at home when they were almost a 10-point favorite. I think it was like 8.5 points. They lost. How, that, how does that happen? Two years ago, you're at home against the Rams. It shouldn't even be a tight game in the second half. You're better. The Rams scored three points in the Super Bowl. I have to look at the score of that game, but you should drop 35 on them. So I, I think the Saints, have. you could argue they've underachieved a little bit. I thought their team the last handful of years has been stacked. Even for, yeah, I mean, they've been missing a second receiver, but you had Jared Cooks, their running game. Kamara operates like a wide receiver. I think he's had... What's this going to be his third year in the league? He's had 81 catches, I'm pretty sure, in both years. So he's, if you're getting your second receiver's catching 81 balls, even if he's a running back, it's pretty good shape. So the Saints, time is now, man. The time is now. Appreciate everyone listening, even during these crazy times. Uh, keep your head up. We'll all keep our head up, and we'll just try to get through it together. And uh, glad I could talk football for about 45 minutes for you. And have a safe weekend, and I'll talk to you guys next week. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere, like at your pregame barbecue. While you prep your meats, that grease trap you forgot to empty is prepping to smoke your porch, garage, and the car inside. And without the right home and auto insurance coverage, the cost to repair this could eat up your savings. So bundle home and auto with Allstate to save and get protected from mayhem like this. Bundled savings variant are not available in every state. Coverage is subject to policy terms and conditions. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. With the Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card, you can earn unlimited 2% cash rewards on purchases you want and purchases you need. 
That means you earn on what you want, like trying out that new workout class, and 2% cash rewards on what you need, like a foam roller for your sore muscles. That's the beauty of the active cash credit card. It's ready when you are, with unlimited 2% cash rewards. The Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card. That's real life ready. Terms apply. Learn more at wellsfargo.com slash active cash.